Hey y'all, welcome, welcome, welcome to All Things Lachey, the podcast. If you are new here, I am your hostess with the mostest, Lachey Settles, and this is the podcast where we talk all things conversations and we have conversations about all things. Today's episode is episode three, and the title of today's episode is The Four Letter Word love. I thought that this was perfect in lieu of it being February. Valentine's Day is approaching for those of you who celebrate Valentine's Day. And this is the time of the year where people choose to observe love. They create celebration around love. And it was just really pressed on my heart to have a conversation about love and to share my thoughts and to share my wisdom, if you will, my insight, my perspective, my opinion, and share also what the word of God says about love. Because you think you know what love is until your love is put to the test. You think you know what love is until you start reading the Bible and you find out what God says about love. So scripture says, love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. And this is 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 4 through 8. And the version that I just read is the ESV Bible, which stands for the English Standard Version of the Bible. The New International Version of the Bible says, Love does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no records of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil but rejoices with truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, and always perseveres. And when I read this definition during my study time, it almost brought me to tears because when you really read that and you let that settle in, you understand just how precious love is and how deep love goes and how a lot of times the love that we think that we have for people and even for ourselves is so surface level. It has no depth to it. It has no substance to it. So when you really read what 1 Corinthians chapter 13 verses 4 through 8 says about the Bible, it's so powerful. It makes you uh, search yourself. It makes you search how you love others, how you show up, how you support others, how you treat others in different times of your life when you're happy when you're sad when you're frustrated when you're irritated when you're overwhelmed when you're angry how do you treat the people in your life how do you treat the people that you are connected to how do you treat the people that support you how do you treat the strangers how do you treat the people in the store that you don't even know how do you treat people when you're on a highway and you're irritated because you're running behind time and you got to get somewhere real fast what's coming out of your mouth what are you saying 
What are you wishing? What are you speaking over people? When you're frustrated with people in your everyday life, the people that you claim to love, the people that you are in partnership with, that you're in covenant with, how do you treat them when you're upset? Do your words just flow and are they loose without thought, without consideration? Are they fueled by emotion? Are you patient? Are you kind? Uh, do you have a jealous spirit? Do you envy? Do you boast? Are you arrogant? Are you prideful? Are you rude? Do you think it's all about you? Are you self-seeking? Are you always just worried about self and never worried about anybody else? I don't care what they do. It's, it's all about me. This is my season. This is my year. I don't care about anybody else. I don't care what other people do. I don't care how other people feel as long as I feel good. Are you self-seeking? Are you easily irritated? Like this stuff will cause you to really look at yourself and it'll, it'll make you say, wow, God, Help me to develop my love. Help me to love the way that you desire. How deep is my love? That's a question that I want to ask you today. How deep is your love? Is it surface level? Does it have substance to it? Are you forgiving? Are you gracious? Are you kind? When you say you forgive people, do you really forgive them? Or are you secretly harboring things? Are you secretly resenting them? Are you secretly plotting your payback, your get back, your revenge, your make them feel me? I'm not one of them. They not finna play with me. How deep is your love? By definition, according to Google, love is an intense feeling of deep affection but let me tell you what love is according to the bible according to the bible god is love and the proper term is agape which means unconditional love or god's unconditional love and it's so funny that it's even on my heart to talk about this because I was just having a conversation with my mother and I was telling her people love you until they don't and what I mean by that is I've come across so many people in my life whose love came with conditions meaning they loved me until we had a disagreement. They loved me until they didn't like something that I said. They loved me until God urged me, gave me an unction to speak on something that stepped on their toes. They loved me until I posted something that for whatever reason they thought were about them. They loved me until I decided I did not want to support a particular action that they were doing and they immediately made me their enemy. And these were the same people that said, I love you. These are the same people that said, I have your best interest at heart. I'm always going to support you. I'm always going to be there for you. You can count on me. We're going to be friends until the end. I love you so much and there's nothing that you can do about it. The love that I have for you is going to remain forever. I'm committed to you. I love you to infinity and beyond. I love you beyond your flaws. These are things that people have said to me and that love was put to shame when it came 
time for it to be tested. And so I have this question again for you today. How deep is your love? Do you love the people in your life beyond their mistakes? And I want you to hear my heart. I'm not telling you to allow people to abuse you emotionally, to abuse you, abuse you mentally. I'm simply asking you, how deep does your love go for people? Are you eager to cut people off the minute you guys disagree? Are you eager to cut people off the minute you feel offended? Are you eager to dead a situation and say, okay, I'm going to head out as soon as it gets tough, as soon as it gets difficult, as soon as it gets a little challenging, as soon as you're tested, as soon as you're pushed to try and do things differently, to expand your mind, to expand your thinking, to expand your life? Are you easy uh, to cut people off when people want to hold you accountable? Is it easy for you to cut people off instead of growing? That's a real question that we should ask ourselves because it is a direct reflection of our love, the love that we say we hold in our hearts, the love that we say that we have for one another, the love that we say that we have for our family, for our friends, for our significant others. How are we loving? Because a lot of us throw that word around and by the biblical definition of love, it is unconditional deep affection unconditional means without conditions it means when you're wrong i love you it means when i don't agree with you when we're not seeing eye to eye when i'm frustrated when i'm irritated i still love you i still hold you in high regard i still would never do anything to betray your trust i would never do anything behind your back that i couldn't do in front of you i won't go around to tell people the feelings that i have in these moments of frustration and plant these seeds in their heads and disarray your character and destroy your character in my moments of frustration but i'll always handle you with care i'll always be empathetic i'll always show empathy i'll always give you grace i always show you grace and it's so funny i was talking to my mom and when we were having a conversation and i was telling her you know people love you until they don't she was telling me you are so gracious not perfect but gracious i've seen you be gracious with people over and over and over and over again and those very same people that you were gracious with you were forgiving you showed up when it mattered you showed up for the little things you showed up for the big things you were forgiving you were able to empathize you showed understanding you helped when there was a need those same people the moment they got frustrated with you the moment they felt like you were challenging them the moment you felt like uh the moment they felt like you were stretching them they were like all right i'm good on her i'm a head out i'm a head out and sitting in that conversation with my mother it really really brought some emotion to the surface of my heart that i i i buried i suppressed because 
I feel so intensely. I feel so deeply. I love so deeply. When I care, I care. When I love, I love. I I will hold you down until the end. I will stay until you give me no choice. This is in family. This is in friendship. This is in relationship. I will stay until you give me no choice. Until my back is up against the wall and it's either me protect my peace, protect my heart, guard my heart, or just allow you to destroy me and treat me any kind of way. And at that point, I have to choose what's best for me. And even in that, and I know that there's somebody that's listening. I know that someone is going to hear me and they're going to be able to relate. Even in that, it hurts so bad. It hurts so bad when you have to walk away from people that you love unconditionally and you still love them. That love has not faded. That love has not changed but you had to change the way that you interacted with them so that you could do what the word of God says, which is to guard your heart because out of your heart, it flows the issues of life. And also that very love that you have, it will cause you to be incredibly integral when you part ways with people, even if they hurt you, even if they scandalize your name, that love that you carry, It's a refusal to make them look bad. It's a refusal to speak against their character. And I believe that this is a form of the agape love, the love of God that is without conditions. Even though you betrayed me, I still love you. So I'm not going to betray you in return. Because I love you, even though I know what you said about me, I heard what you said. It got back to me. I know that you partnered up with other people to discuss your disdain for me now. I still will not sit amongst others and discuss you. I still will not sit amongst others and talk bad about you. I won't tear down your character. I believe that this is the agape love that's without conditions. You hurt me, but I still love you. And that love doesn't change. The things that I told you when we were closely connected, it still did not change. It doesn't change how I feel about you, how I see you, my perspective of you through the lens of God. And I think that we really learn how to love people when we learn how to see people through the lens of God, learn how to see people as God sees them, as they are fearfully and wonderfully made, even in their flaws, even in their imperfections, even in the ugly parts of their hearts and their behavior. We still learn to see that they are the apple of God's eye. They are his sons and his daughters, and he loves them unconditionally. And so we train ourselves to love people unconditionally, training ourselves to understand sometimes they will miss the mark. And because of that, you give them grace because guess what? There are times in your life where you needed grace. There are times that are going to come where you're going to need more grace. And so you learn, even though people frustrate you, even though people irritate you, even though people break your heart, you learn, you learn, you learn, you learn how to love them anyway. You learn how to pray for them anyway. You learn how to lift them up 
speedy way because you just understand that they are perfectly imperfect and they're still things that they're working on and somehow some way sometimes you get hurt by default not because you're a bad person not because they don't value you but just because who they are in that moment it does not they don't have the capacity to withstand and behold all that you are and so they fumble you by default they hurt you by default they betray you by default because they don't have the capacity and you have to have the spiritual maturity to understand you are not the problem and that they still are worthy of love they still are worthy of forgiveness they still are worthy of grace they still are worthy of love so i have a question for you today how deep is your love this is a four-letter word but it's so powerful and it's so magnificent and it's something that pretty much all of us, every person walking the face of this earth, we're looking for it. We're yearning for it. We desire it, whether it be a platonic, whether it be relational in our relationships with the people in our family, whether it be romantic, we all crave love in some form and some capacity we want to feel it it does something to us because it's an incredible feeling again this is the bible's definition it's unconditional love google's definition is an intense feeling of deep affection you you crave that you want it you just you you search your whole life for it because that's just how powerful it is and so we all are seeking for it in some way. We all feel so much fulfillment from the feeling of it when we're around our families and we feel the, the love from our family, the warmth from our family when we hug each other and we love each other and we crack jokes with each other and we give each other compliments. We feel it with our friends when we're able to share things and we're able to express our affection and our gratitude towards one another. We feel it in our romantic relationships when we make the decision to be committed to someone, to be committed to them flaws and all through the good and through the bad through the growing pains through the ups through the downs through the expansion through all of the phases of life and the evolution of growth we commit to it it's a beautiful thing it's a beautiful experience but sometimes we don't understand how precious it really is. Sometimes we don't understand how the love that we say we have for people doesn't really reflect what God said love is. When we get frustrated and we cut people off. When we get overwhelmed and we cut people off. When we choose ourselves and only consider ourselves when we insist that we have to be right, when we insist that it's our way or the highway, when we insist that we're not going to grow, we're not going to look at it from someone else's viewpoint or someone else's perspective. It's all about I, it's all about what I think. It's all about how I feel and it's never about how you feel. And it's never about, even though we disagree, I love you enough to peacefully disagree, still love you, still show love to you. I'm not gonna be arrogant. I'm not. Gonna to be rude. I'm not going to be disrespectful. I'm not going to insist 
or push my narrative on you. I'm not going to be irritated with you. I'm not going to be resentful. I'm not going to be excited because I proved that you were wrong and I was right. It's amazing how the deeper I go into what the word of God says, it really causes me to come to a space where I repent. I repent for past choices that I made that may not have reflected God's love. And the love of God that I say lives on the inside of me. There are times where I've had to go back and correct things and give apologies and say, listen, I know that this happened three years ago, but God showed me myself. And I recognize that for me to say that I love you, I did not handle you well during that conversation. And so I want to sincerely apologize to you from the bottom of my heart. I went to the Lord in repentance for this, but it was important to me that I put my pride aside, my need to be right. And I came to you and I faced you and I'm taking full accountability for the fact that there are things that I could have done better. I did not necessarily do this in the best light and you deserved a better version of me. You deserved a better experience with me. And because you didn't get that, I want to apologize. There have been times where I recognized I maybe did not handle my friend in the best way. And I went back to friends and I said, listen, I consider you family. I consider you a brother. I consider you a sister. And I recognized I did not handle your vulnerability the best in this moment. Please forgive me. That's love. That's the, it does not insist on its own way. And it does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but it rejoices with the truth. So my question is, how deep is your love? For those people in your life that have hurt you, that have frustrated you, that have wounded you, and you've been carrying around your trauma, at what point do you decide to walk in love? Because your healing is your responsibility. At what point do you ask the Lord to show him, to show you how to love people the way that he does, to show you how to see people the way that he does so that you're able to see the humanity in a person and recognize that they might've just had a poor moment of judgment. And unfortunately, it resulted in harm towards you, but it was a mistake. It was something done in ignorance. It was something done due to a lack of experience. It was something done due to lack of capacity. People weren't in the right mind frame. They weren't raised the way that you were raised. And so their mind is wired a little different and their actions are a little different. And they struggle to show love a certain way, even the ways that you need it. And it caused them to mishandle you. At what point do you decide I'm going to get up and I'm going to heal from the things that people did to me 
because I want to have a heart full of love and I want that agape love where it's deep and it's intense and it's unconditional. It doesn't mean that people have to have immediate close access to you, but it means that you extend the grace that you need. And I think that sometimes we forget to do that. We throw around this four letter word and we say, oh, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. But our love comes with conditions. I love you until you piss me off. I love you until you irritate me. I love you until I get frustrated. I love you until you're getting on my nerves. I love you until we don't agree. I love you until you correct me. I love you until you rebuke me. I love you until you hold me accountable. I love you until you step on my toes. I love you until you hurt my feelings. I love you until I'm offended. I love you until you're on, you're not on my side. I love you until you partner or you decide to give someone a chance that I've already written off. How deep is our love? How deep is your love? How deep is it? How deep is it? I want us to search our hearts today and I want us to pray a prayer. Lord, help me to love the way that you do. Help me, God, because you said love is patient. Help me to be patient. Love is kind. Help me to be kind, not just when it's easy, but even when it's hard, even when it's challenging, even when it's difficult, even when I'm frustrated, even when I'm under pressure, even when I'm annoyed. God, help me to be kind because love is kind. These are real prayers that we should be praying. This is a real prayer that I have prayed. Love does not envy or boast. Am I envious, Lord, of anything, any person, any place? Am I envious? Do I boast? Do I brag? Do I put myself on a pedestal that I don't belong? Because that's not love. Am I arrogant? Am I rude? If I am, Lord, help me not to be arrogant. Help me not to be rude. Humble me, God. And that's a strong prayer to pray. But if you really want that agape love, if you want the love of God to really live on the inside of you, that's what it takes. These type of intentional prayers is what it takes. There are so many people that have come to me and have told me, oh my God, I had the wrong idea about you. You know, you're very reserved. You're very observant. It made me think that you were stuck up. You could be very quiet sometimes. It made me think that you were antisocial. But when I had a conversation with you, the love that flowed from you, it was so warm and it was so comforting. And it was so genuine. You're such a genuine person. I've had people tell me, how in the world are you so genuine? It's like your love is so pure. I've literally had people tell me, you're so pure. And this doesn't mean that I'm perfect. It doesn't mean that I dot every I and I cross every T and I get everything right. But at the end of the day, when people search my heart, there are no motives. There is no ill will. There is no ill intention. It's all pure. It's all wrapped up in God, in the love of God. The Bible says that love does not insist on its own way. It's not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but it rejoices with the truth. 
the new international version said, love does not dishonor. And this is what I mean when I say, even when me and people don't work out, I refuse to dishonor you. I will tell my truth. I will tell my experience, but I refuse to come for your character. I refuse to spit word vomit over you just because we disagreed, just because we did not see eye to eye, just because we didn't last, because we didn't work out, because our friendship is over. I refuse to do that to you. Because when we were connected, I loved you to pieces. And so I think that that's highly unfair because we didn't work out, because we didn't last, I destroy your character. That's self-righteousness. That's self-seeking. That's dishonorable. And I refuse to dishonor the people that I love. And so I think sometimes we need to search our hearts because it says it's not self-seeking. It's not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. It does not delight in evil, but it rejoices with truth. It always protects always trust, always hopes, and always perseveres. And so I hope that today's episode helps you to search your heart, to seek your heart, to love deeper, to love better, to to love stronger, to love purer, to love authentically, to love patiently, to love with kindness, to love unconditionally, without conditions. You just learn to just love people, not because of what they can do for you, because of the benefits of being associated or attached to them, but you just learn to see people through the lens of God. And you allow that love to be shed abroad in your hearts. So as we close, I have a question for you. How deep is your love?